Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Hold on, he's he's texting. He's texting. Just sitting here on the bus. Look, some of us work for a living. With I texting. I don't know about you. Thumb guy over Whatever. here. Fun guy. Thumb guy. Fun guy. Thumb guy. Thumb guy. Thumb oh, guy. Yeah, well, you were impressed. Like texting thumb guy. It's it, with one hand and doing that. I, I know, but you're left-handed, which is weird. <coughs> I'm not. Actually, I'm right-handed. But well, you're texting left-handed. Well, I can do. Well, I'm ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. I. Oh, God. Dad as, joke 101. As you can tell Damn by the dad right. jokes, we are on the <laughs> bus at the Knotfest Roadshow with Ooh. Corey Taylor. I was expecting you to have all of the Slipknot stuff on. Yeah, I'm not yet. No, not yet. Okay, so let's just the 1.21 gigawatts all the way back. Yes. So in about two and a half weeks, it'll be the 20th anniversary of you and I meeting. Right. And the 20th anniversary oh of the infamous... God. Toast. The toes. <laughs> okay. That's how long you and I have known each other. Oh, my God. Now, back then, in that era of Slipknot, right. you couldn't be photographed. Oh, if yeah. If you lost your mask, you got killed. We were at it that gig like in our, like, all of our gear. Like, yeah, it was but we ridiculous. didn't have cameras around. True. Yeah, Very yeah. true. Yeah. But you still were wearing it all. Yeah, yeah. And now, I was expecting <laughs> you to have all of the stuff. Yeah. And you're like... Listen, I did that for you, okay? I did that for you because, A, the smell never goes away. Yeah. I mean, you have to throw away the clothes that you're wearing. Yeah. B, the it, it, it leaves marks. Like, you, you might as well be branded by some weird weirdness. <laughs> and C, I don't want to bring that up on the, on the, my home. Yeah. I don't want that smell in here. So we have some memories that we have to go over because okay. our big 50th anniversary as a radio station right. is next year. Okay. But our 20th anniversary is like in two weeks. Right. Which is right. crazy that I've known you this long. Very crazy. We've we've been through so many ups and downs as well. So yeah. Like, okay. And not even just personally, but career-wise. But career-wise, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just the music business over the last two decades oh, has it's gone everywhere. Infinitely different. So it started with the toe sucking. Yes. Then there was... Um, the poop incident in Florida. Oh, you have to be way more specific. The That's how sad that is. Yeah. So w I forget what venue it was at, but we were in Florida because I had gone out on tour with you guys for like a week. Okay. And somebody pooped in a solo cup <laughs> and then clown wiped it all over his mask, the original clown mask. <laughs> and then you guys played a show. Yeah. And he broke everything and came out, and it was because there was still poop on the inside of the mask, and he was so <laughs> mad that he had to smell his own poop the whole show that he destroyed everything. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, that's ringing a bell. I may have still been drunk at the time, but I that rings a little bit of a bell. Yeah, there was that was the poop incident. Okay. Then we were in D.C. and partied all night at the hotel. Right. And then Paul yes. poured me into a cab. Right. And I got 
through security and on the plane and back to Boston and got a cab from the airport to the radio station <laughs> and fell asleep, still drunk, on my boss's couch in his locked office. I don't know how I got in the office. Wow. He showed up for work, and there I was. Right. Just, just sprawled out on his couch. Now, to give him credit, he just closed the door and went and worked in the other guy's office until I woke up. That's a good man right and there. And when he said, what's the matter with you, I just said... Slipknot. That's <laughs> exactly what I did. He didn't even ask me any more questions than that. So there was that. I'm just trying to go over some of the stories that have happened in the last 20 God. years. Do you remember that first interview that we did at Local Bazooka? I interviewed yeah, all nine yeah, of you. Yeah. There's video of it There's on the video internet. video of it, yeah. Which, uh, watching it back, I was like, God, we're like, like chipmunks. We're like kids. Yeah. It's crazy. Sid was yelling through his gas mask, and you couldn't understand him. No. Nah. And you just kept yelling butt gravy in my ear. <laughs> you just kept yelling butt gravy. And then you... I mean, that works on so many levels, Just too, take like. the video... And just cut to the, it's all over YouTube, but he just grabs the and he's like, uh, butt gravy, butt gravy. <laughs> You're someone's dad I now. I am so surprised that you still talk to me. Like, <laughs> I don't know why this. The, <laughs> well, now I come on your bus and you're like, would you like a fluffed pillow? Yes, would you like a, a throw You're making pillow? up for, for, for all of the weirdness yeah. over the years. <laughs> But you're someone's dad now. Yeah, you I'm, went from the butt gravy dude to the dad. I'm like a dad, yeah. Yeah, like, that has dad jokes. I can and make like... gravy. It's just, it's not butt gravy. <laughs> I make gravy now, and it's not butt gravy. I guess that's where we've gone on the dad scale. And I remember the smell of that original mask, Ugh. which is what made me bring it up. Was it's you awful. talking about? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah we're talking about. Do you about... still have all of them? I have most of them. Uh, the first one is uh, it melted. Because that, that was, was your original hair, yeah, the dreads, I, right? And the first mask, I took the dreads out of that and stuck it in the next one, which was the butt gravy mask. Yeah. And uh, I want to say it was the uh, Coal Chamber tour. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, remember, then we went and saw, we went and watched Amen, and that was in that club was when the toe-sucking thing happened. Yes. Because we were wasted. Because we were drinking Jaeger. Exactly. All the Jaeger. Oh, that was the, we drank those all were the Jaeger. The, those were the Jaeger years. Oh. Yeah, we drank all the Jaeger. Oh, God. Like, all the Jaeger in mm. Worcester. I, you know, there's there's certain things that, that really cement my sobriety, and just the thought of the smell and taste of Jaeger is enough to keep me sober for another 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. But that one, okay, so that one is still, it's still around. Okay, the butt um, gravy mask. It was, yeah, the butt gravy mask. It was in a bag um, that I had just thrown in the in the back of a closet. It's now on a mannequin's head somewhere. Um, I have one uh, Iowa mask left, which is on a display in one of the Hard Rocks. I can't remember where, which one it is. Um, but the other one destroyed itself. It like started growing black mold and was pretty gnarly which you shouldn't have on your face not on my face right look i tried you know i was yeah. doing my best but there was a time when you had the one mask yeah and that was the only one the you only had, one I had. And, and now you've been that's smart the one. enough oh yeah i've got i have well i have two i have two that i carry with me uh, and I have, I have a separate one that i use sometimes for like photos that has like a different design to it oh okay um so that's cool but i only really i only like bringing two you know because 
It, it's almost like uh, the superstition, like uh, with athletes and stuff. You know, you carry so one have jock, the same helmet, right? Exactly, or, same helmet. Yeah. Use the same bat. For me, there's just something about putting on the mask and knowing then that that's the one. And I rotate it out because they start to get messed up, obviously. Yeah. Um, but Mix only got one. Um, that Jim's only got one. Uh, Clown has several, but they look the same. You right. Know, and, and God knows when he's going to poop in a solo cup. And right. I there mean, there you go. Bob's your uncle. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's important. And it, at our age, you, it's not really good to start dabbling with too many bodily fluids anymore. You yeah. know, especially other people. You got to look at it like you're lucky enough to have made it this far. Cut your losses. Well, with with most of the things in my face intact. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. what I mean. Yeah. So every time you go and you design a new mask, and I know this one you were really excited about working. With Tom Zavini, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and coming up with a design. So when you were talking about it before anyone had seen it, mm -hmm. in my head, I was expecting it to be intricate and have all of this, like, detail. Yeah. And when I saw it, I was like, okay, where did that design come from? And what was the inspiration? Because it was nothing like I was expecting yeah, from you. Yeah. I was, you know, we were playing around with a, a bunch of different stuff, you know, like, and we were kind of throwing stuff back and forth, but nothing had that kind of DIY look that I was going for, that I wanted. Yeah. You know, like I wanted, the way I was described is I wanted it to look like it was made in a basement. You know, like it was like for real, like yeah. I, like someone had crafted it in a basement, maybe for nefarious reasons. You never know. Yeah, you know, it, like it I just, just it, I wanted it to have that look of and I wanted it to be really off putting, like you couldn't really look at it, you yeah. know. And, you know, that's kind of where that's how we got to that one was by kind of going, well, what would it look like if it was just like, what if you could just almost kind of see through it? So it's like you kind of see your face, but you, then not, you know, almost like a, there's a movie called Alice Sweet Alice, which is really disturbing. It's this <laughs> little kid wearing this almost like uh, see through mask uh, running around like killing people like and it was that really kind of inspired me from that point of view and then i would paint my face underneath and the cool thing was i could paint it differently every night right and then i actually got some feedback from some people which took me in a completely different uh direction of people who had uh grown up with uh burns and it actually resembles the mask like the 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 new skin kind of thing that they wear as the skin is healing and they said that seeing me in that was very, I don't want to say liberating, but mm -hmm. it was, you know, it was. It made them feel not exactly, so weird. Exactly. Yeah. And I loved that. I immediately was like, I kind of took it out of that horror book idea and immediately it was more metaphorical and actually more in line with what the lyrics for the album was about. So it actually felt really good to be able to kind of have something that touched people in a way. And I know a lot of people didn't like it. I don't really care. But, it was just so yeah, different. Yeah. But then when I saw the new coveralls right. and saw the whole look of the yeah. record, yeah. then it made sense. It made sense yes. in context, yeah. absolutely. And that's sometimes people just have to see it to get it. You know, yeah. it's one of those things. It's like trying to describe baseball to somebody. You try to describe that to somebody who's never seen a like game. Cricket. Doesn't know exactly. Do you understand cricket? I understand a little bit of it. I don't get it. Um I don't understand the positions. 
like uh the 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 um oh god the the, uh, the sticks i just i don't get the sticks. yeah the crack well those cricket bats are dope though like, no I the mean, ones in the ground serious well okay yeah yeah i don't well, get that that's yeah i mean don't talk we, to me about we, that yeah, yeah I we mean, can't get into yeah, cricket no, it's a whole no, thing yeah, we can't do cricket but all right so let's talk about the album because when i finally got my hands on it yeah. which you wouldn't send me a copy ahead of time because you don't trust they me. wouldn't give me one they don't trust me um, I couldn't even get a Dropbox link. That tells you, you how bad it was. Do you agree with me that sonically it's the best sounding record you've ever done? Oh, absolutely. Because I think, yeah, this is an album that makes me want to buy really expensive headphones. <laughs> yeah, you right. know what I Because yeah. I want to hear everything. Oh, it's absolutely a headphone album. Yeah, you know. But the cool thing is, is that. It, that, that doesn't get lost in the translation of the song as well. Right. We, it's not to the detriment of the song itself. Right. Yeah. And then I find out that there's all this other stuff mm. that didn't make the album, and now you have this other album that's sitting around. Oh, yeah. What? That sounds like Radiohead. Oh, that's from, no, that's from like 11 years okay, ago. Okay, so, so where is all of the, do you just have a vault? Well, yeah. Where is all of this other <laughs> stuff? That's, well, obviously, you don't have it. Yeah, because you don't trust me. Well, you, which no. you should. No, it's not that I don't trust you. I don't mm -hmm. trust anybody else. Right. Yeah. Lies. Yeah. So tell me, so <laughs> so there's all the music that's on this album. Right, yeah. But then there's stuff that didn't make the record. There's stuff that didn't make the record, but what you're talking about is the unreleased stuff that we had from the All Hope Is Gone yeah. uh, cycle. That was actually a, an album that was recorded uh kind of right alongside all hope is gone um and i had kind of made an attempt to make some of those songs work with all hope is gone um in a way to kind of bridge the artistic gulf that was going on at the time there was a right. lot of tension a lot of a lot of weirdness that was going on and no matter what i did it was really kind of about I know these are my toys. I don't want to share them. Gotcha. So that kind of got shelved, you know. Uh, you fast forward ten years. I mean, we've been trying to find a way to put it out for a while. Yeah. Um, and Clown, who's really the kind of keeper of it, mm -hmm. is only going to put it out in a, in a way that's comfortable for him and his artistic vision, and that's absolutely fine. I was just a cake, uh, uh, not a cake, but a cog in it. Yeah. Um. So it's looking like now they're going to actually be able to, to release it and make something really, really cool. So, yeah, um, I'm excited. And it's got a very, I mean, it's texturally, it's, it's so, it's so good, like really, really good. And it doesn't sound anything like Slipknot. Um, and yet it is probably one of the most Slipknot things we've ever made. Let's put it that way. I've been talking to a lot of bands lately. The Disturbed guys, the Godsmack guys. Yeah. I talked to Jonathan Davis here just a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to say the same thing to you. All of you guys kind of came up right around the same time. Yeah. You've all gone through pretty famous ups and downs when it comes to relationships within the band. Yeah, yeah. And you're all at this place that all seem like you're more at peace with each other and creating better music now. Yeah. Than you were at the beginning. Is that how you are too? Yeah, I guess so. Um, maybe it just takes kind of going through that like personal turmoil, like personal turmoil, to be able to kind of find a, a happy medium, like medium. Yeah. You know, but 
I, I will say that I'm more susceptible to and open to, to new ideas now. Yeah. You know, which I think you have to get to a point in your life as an artist because for the most part as an artist you tend to cling to your ego and it's like my idea can only be oh well that's because we don't work together you haven't seen it (laughs) um but yeah i mean artists almost across the board have to have that sense of ego where you can't create you can't give a part of yourself unless you're really really into that side of yourself you know and this the sad side effect of that is feeling like your idea is the only idea yeah and that's tough sometimes you know um well sometimes the band i've heard numerous people tell me the same thing that the band relationships is a harder marriage yeah than their wife oh by far yeah by far because sometimes you can find that compromise with a mate because you are and nine times out of ten that's a completely different um relationship than anything like a band because there's no there's no benefit of the physical that can help calm that down sometimes um the only times you see each other in a band are when you're at each other's throats or you're clenched up and tense and stressed there's no and when you are enjoying each other's company there's no communication because it's all music right you're on stage so you're not talking you're, just in you're the not moment. exactly so those and those moments are so few and far between because the stress yeah i i, I was talking to scott ian about this the other day it was you know we don't get paid for the gig we get paid for the 22 hours that we're out here. Right. That's what we're paid to do because we would do that for free. Right. Every one of us would do that for free. It's the 22 hours we spend away from, from home, your families, from our families. Yeah. Uh, we spend with people who maybe those relationships have burned each other's out. Yeah. You know, it's tough. It's these it's hard. Radio people. It's you have hard to time. To Let me tell day. you about these people with their purple hair. <laughs> and their attitudes and their programming and i'm like whatever dude i don't want to hear that anymore just get your foot out of my face (laughs) so 20 years later yeah you're sitting here still a band still a band with a number one album in 17 countries 10 10 10 it was top top three and like all over, like everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, I think it was, I think number three was like the lowest it went actually, um, which is massive. Like it was yeah. bigger than our last album. So yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Not, not, to, not to mention the fact that we didn't have a number one single to go with it. It was just us putting an album out, dropping yeah. it on top of everybody and just going, here it is. Let's go. You know, I think it also helped that we went out and we were on tour and like really pushing the agenda and people were seeing us and yeah. hearing it. And yeah, it was, uh, I'm still like, I was so certain it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I was hoping for it, but I mean, I anybody mean, that's heard it. Yeah. Every cynical industry person I know, I mean, everybody's just like, but the Slipknot album. Right. It's so good. And people who so good. aren't even really fans have been coming around and just like, you've got to hear the Slipknot album. Yeah. I'm just like, 
when did that happen? Yeah. You know? So it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, we're we're very lucky, and yeah. and and I'm the first to remind them that we are. You yeah. know, like and by them I mean the band, because sometimes you got to kind of give them a little bit and be like, hey, this could be a lot different. Yeah. Okay. Or or somebody's got to do that to you. Well, absolutely, and I'm <laughs> one of the first to go. Oh yeah. Oh, I should probably shut up. Yeah. <laughs> So it's, you know, it's tough, man. It's it's knowing your ego and knowing where you're at and knowing that, I mean, at this point, we're very, very grateful for everything that everybody's ever done for us, you know? We work our asses off, but at the same time, there are so many people who, you know, this is because of them. There's a guy outside the window right now that works for you that's mm -hmm. trying to tell you to shut the f up. Does this See mean keep talking? Yeah. No? <laughs> right. He's trying to tell you <laughs> to shut up. I'm, it's just what I'm paid to do. <laughs> Dude, that's great. Uh, you have to go get ready. Yeah, I got to see Yeah. I'm so excited to see the show. Uh, it's, well, I hope you dig it. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, you know, it's the mature Slipknot, but it's still nuts. There's no like, such thing. That's very true. You're that's only, actually... <laughs> honey, you will always only be two steps from butt gravy. I mean, that's I, I have no pithy <laughs> retort for that. That's, that's where you end. I that's, love you. I'm only two steps away from butt, butt gravy. gravy. That works on so many levels. So many levels. All right, there you go. Thank you for hanging out with me. It's all good. It's good Congratulations to see you. Congratulations on the record. Thank you. And I'll see you up on the stage in a few minutes. Ugh, you'll smell me. Great. Butt gravy! Butt gravy! Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.